Welcome to the best night ever. Your golden ticket to better sleep, better health, and ultimately the best night ever. Featuring your host, sleep and life hack guru, Dr. Jay Corsandi from Snore Experts. If you feel like your sleep and daytime performance could use a shot in the arm, grab a bulletproof coffee, sit down, relax, and stay tuned as we uncover cutting edge science, traditional, and even ancient practices to help you step up your life game. And now, Dr. Jay Corsandi. Hey friends, welcome back to the best night ever. This is Dr. Jay Corsandi and... I'm very excited about this episode. I'm here with someone who knows a thing or two about great nights and great days. His name is Pavel Stuchlik, right? You got it. Hello. Nice. <laughs> Pavel, how's it going here? Uh, he's got quite the story. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff, um, a little bit different of a direction than what we typically do, but this is something that's been months in the making, and um, I'm super excited to have him here. We also have Dwayne in the studio. Dwayne, how's it going? Hey, hey. I'm doing great. All right. So, Pavel, welcome to the show. Uh, I want to tell people first kind of how we met, and and then we can kind of get a little bit more into all the things that make you so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. So, I think, you know, it's funny because... I remember running into you at uh, a conference that we were at about maybe six months ago, uh, and then they had this event called Synesthesia. Obviously, you know about that. And if, for people who don't know what synesthesia is, actual the, the definition is when you mix up your senses, where like you can taste red or you can hear orange or something like that, right? It's basically a journey through colors. Journey uh, through the, colors. The, that's our like a like a tag with Shaman Durek. So it's yes. a collaboration we did. Yeah, so so this event for Dwayne, who, who wasn't there, missed out. And we went there, we actually wore blindfolds, and Shaman Durek was there kind of uh, guiding everyone. And then we had Pavel on the uh, the ones and twos, so to speak. And uh, it, it was just off the charts. I mean, you basically, you didn't have to sit there and worry about people or what you look like or what you were doing or how you were moving. You just literally and, and felt the music, heard the words. Your eyes were already closed. You breathed. And, and and it was it was an awesome experience. Nice. So, so so from then on, uh, I, I became a big fan of, of what you were doing, and uh, we actually had another chance to connect uh, a couple months, maybe a month or two ago, uh, when you were hosting an event here in L.A. in Venice uh, w- with breathwork and and music, and uh, that was an incredible experience as well. And I've done. Uh, a number of different breath works, but we're going to talk about what you've done and what you're doing. So I guess tell people here a little bit kind of, I guess, how did things start or what kind of started you on this whole journey? Or Yeah. So um, first of all, super honored to meet you and be here yeah. today. Um, I am, I have been inspired by a crazy event in my life. Mm. Uh, about three years ago, I went into a dark room uh, retreat uh, in the middle of Thailand. Uh, it was for 10 days in absolute darkness with no physical food, just wow. water. And um, the first time I went, I, you know, don't get it uh, mixed up that, oh my God, I want to do this type of retreat in life. And like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, where was, where this, like we? a, was this like a prison sentence or what? <laughs> right. That's, that's the first thing people are like, and you, you get paid for this? <laughs> no. So actually, um, I just wanted to reset. Um, I was really, really busy with or- opening Orange Theory fitness locations. I was one of the largest area developers at that time. And I was about to exit, and 
just it, it became a routine it became why am i doing this in life and so i want i want peace i want to search and i want to get to know myself on a whole nother level so i joined this uh this retreat and after about day seven i completely broke into tears and not tears of sadness but of joy and for the first time in my life i have touched uh who i am not who i am not wow. and i for the first time realized why am i doing this first of all second of all it's not about what you're doing but who you are during the time you're doing it so whatever you're doing in life it's about the state you're in and then i had this major vision of creating this noah aeon brand uh, which is my uh, dj and producers uh, you know name and noah means movement aeon is all or none mm. And it's a whole teaching itself. So Noah is on the left side. In the middle, there's a little line that separates it. And an Aeon is on the, on the right side. And my whole thing is to show uh, people the balance, the harmony coming from duality, you know, mm -hmm. the highs, the lows, the good, the bad. Or why don't we just take it as it is with that proper state of, of mindset? And so that's oh. the long story short. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it, it's a longer story than that because, you know, this started out uh, – Back when you were young, uh, I, I was uh, doing some research, and, and you had a bout with some medical issues around 18 years old, something like that, and, and uh, grew up in, in, in Europe, mm -hmm. and uh, and then there was a cycling career. I mean, so how, how did that all happen back then, or what, what, what kind of led you down that road? Yeah, so I've had several pivotal moments yeah. uh, in my life. So so do we all, right? Yes, yes. Uh, when I was 18, I literally wanted to kill myself. Oh. I had a major depression. I had an autoimmune disease, Epstein-Barr, yeah. chronic fatigue, and chronic mm. strep. So every two weeks, I would be sick while I'm trying to be a professional athlete. So yeah. that was that was my career back then. Yeah. I was raised. I was racing for an uh, Asian team, living in Holland and uh, wow. touring the world as a cyclist. And basically, um, you know, in that time, I had a major purpose uh, issues, you know, and and that came from I viewed sport as being watched in uh, like a modern gladiatorship games, right? Any athletes in the world, people are amused by pain, by struggle, by sure. falls. It's, yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting because you watch like when I, w I watch a lot of car racing, uh, and people get excited when the accidents happen, and that's like the worst thing that can happen. But yeah. Yeah. Well, like they, right. I mean, they've they've said here in the states forever, right? It's it's the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, right? Th those are the things that we're looking for. Absolutely, and so it's a it's a different purpose and different why that people have behind uh, or the motives, right, behind things that we're doing. And uh, my my true journey started at an early age. I actually grew up with shaman. So as far as the whole spiritual side of my life. I've been taught how to learn about energies. I've been taught how to work with it. And my whole thing always was, I don't want it to put into people's faces. That's the secondary. It's, it's life itself. And most people view um, spirituality as a convenience, right? When people get hurt, when people are tired, when people are getting divorced, that's mm -hmm. when they seek for alternatives, right? Mm, sure. And for me, alternatives is our what we do in life alternative is what do, who do we choose to date because your spirituality is your core and your main purpose to why we're here so it, it, it's an interesting thing that you said because for me i i've in my past it's been trauma that's really pushed me to seek therapies or, or releases but you're saying it's can be something else as well 
absolutely or this I, g I would say it is a form of trauma uh, yeah in, in so so when we have these traumatic events we we look for uh, ways to cope some people obviously choose drugs alcohol things like that in your case uh, you've gone more towards spirituality uh, breath work things like that and and that led you down this journey to somebody named Wim Hof right absolutely okay I'm familiar with Wim Hof Dwayne isn't and maybe no. some of our listeners are some aren't but tell us a little bit about who he is and how you came into his world and and what you've benefited from from that 100%. Yeah, so I up until today I say that my cure has been a uh, healthy lifestyle which which was bulletproof bulletproof mm -hmm. lifestyle, yeah. bulletproof diet, a uh, really huge element and it's changed me uh, in as a, as a person. And then the second part was Wim Hof method. Yeah. And so the whole method is designed by Wim Hof. Mm -hmm. He's from Holland yeah. and it's this crazy guy if you for the first yeah. time see it or you you've you know watch any documentaries but with an amazing heart, with an amazing mission to change the way we live. Yeah. And uh, he's basically questioning everyone everywhere when it comes to the medical uh, you know, world. Uh, he basically now has series of major studies uh, through the method that uh, affirm that uh, you can directly um, change your autonomic nervous system. Mm -hmm. It's one of them. The main three pillars are um, breath, uh, the second one is focus or mindset. Mm. And the third one is called exposure. Mm -hmm. And what they have found is that the combination of all three is, th is the recipe for uh, your, your health and happiness. Wow. You catch that? So, yeah, Wim Hof so was this. So the, the third is cold therapy. Cold. And we've talked about cryotherapy and things sure, like sure. that before. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny you mentioned cold exposure. And I've been texting back and forth with you, Pavel. But uh, I actually got the delivery today. Okay, I, I checked on my ring, uh, my home thing in the camera. The Home Depot actually delivered a chest freezer uh, to my house. So I, as soon as I get home, I'm filling that sucker up with ice water, turning it on on max, waiting it to get down to like 50 degrees, 48 degrees, and jumping in. And you guys are welcome to come. I know, I know you want to come. I am in. Yeah, yeah I think I, I have a pizza or something that I'm going to be eating. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cold exposure is, is huge. Um, I've been getting more into it. I've, I've tried to do it, obviously, in L.A. with showers. You really can't get that cold. I've done cryotherapy. Well, so, what do you, so, so if you're in Los Angeles, are there, you know, are there uh, locations that you can go to for this three-prong therapy? So uh, currently there is several teachers that do workshops. Um, I, I come back and forth at least once a month. Um, I haven't actually done my retreats. So I do uh, workshops, lectures, experiences, and retreats. And basically I'm actually overdue to, to be <laughs> coming yeah. back here. But uh, not in like a, f like a steady place. But uh, the best way to the start is go online uh, to Wim Hof Method, uh, okay. dot com, and yeah. then they have a videos as to how to start uh, and where to get get going. So, what are a few samples of the cold therapy? Like, what would you do to become that cold? Like, what are you doing? So, first thing first, uh, there is this thing. Have you guys ever heard of brown fat? Uh -huh. um, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm sure you're familiar, yeah. but one of the things that, that studies have shown is that with, um, with cold exposure that's under 60 degrees, uh, you start uh, rebuilding uh, your brown fat tissues in your body. Hmm. Brown fat is fed by your white fat cells, and so A, it's amazing for your, for your um, uh, metabolism. It speeds up you know, tremendously. 
B, hormonal production, but C, it's also your um, temperature, your body temperature. And so what happens is with constant uh, cold exposures, you're rebuilding this, this brown fat around your chest and back that uh, people or scientists only believe that little kids uh, you know, have yeah. because kids under two years old, uh, they can't uh, control their, their temperature. So we now know that we can rebuild this. The reason why it's brown is be because of healthy mitochondria. Yeah. And more and more studies are coming how important for energy, overall health, uh, you know, mitochondrias are. Yep. Yep. And so uh, that's, uh, that's one of the main reasons why to start uh, the cold, besides all the traditional uh, benefits of, you know, circulation. So how long would you stay in a cold state? Like what, what is the, the traditional time period? So we recommend two to five minutes. Um, oh, that's not bad. It's <laughs> easy. <laughs> okay. I can do that. <laughs> Come on over. Come on. It's funny because I was just in Palm Springs over the weekend, and, and I was going to text you the picture, but there was a bathtub in my hotel room. So I went with my kids. I got a whole bunch of buckets of ice, filled it up, and, and jumped in it. Uh, my experience with cold, that kind of exposure has been minimal, and I probably and obviously I want some coaching and stuff, but and I, and I turned my timer on. I couldn't do more than a minute. Yeah. It, well, it, it's, it's interesting. Intense. So, yeah. So, so, so I, I, I'd always seen, so I've, I, I've been in facilities of, of several pro teams. They always have their, um, ice baths. Right. But I, I never, you know, really understood what the purpose was. Yeah. Well, and so let me tell you something. That's the first time I actually got exposed to, to cold therapy. And really in Europe, um, I mean, every spa, every wellness center you go to, you know, hot and cold. Mm -hmm. I forget the name of the doctor that originally came up with the, the hot and cold therapy. Bohr? Is it Bohr? B-H-R? Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Knife or... Uh, That's all right. Yeah. It, it, it is... No, the, it is. The, it's documented. Hot, cold, the, the exposure to the extremes is is fantastic mm. well and life. grandmothers old uh, grandmothers uh, were were teaching as soon as you had a little cold you would just start switching your your feet and hands in in hot and cold water and it's like wow. a very traditional in in, in europe um, but you know now it's becoming so popular because of obviously the the feelings people have after it <laughs> amazing so uh cold obviously it has been a, a big deal for for me i'm still getting into that one I'm, I'm pretty hardcore into all the biohacking stuff that one I've, I've started with cold showers we've talked about that before on the show obviously this show is dedicated to getting a best night's sleep uh, I'm sure there are tons of benefits to cold exposure um, so people out there who are interested in doing it, it it really isn't that complicated it could be as simple as, as starting with a cold shower right and then just kind of working your way up from there Absolutely. And so um, maybe it, after this, we could give a little protocol. It's a 20-day yeah. uh, protocol yeah, um, no, for the listeners. Yeah. yeah. But the best way, let's let's talk about sleep real yeah. quick. Um, the, the hot and cold just before you go to bed is something that will help your nervous system calm down and, and help you sleep better and deeper. But uh, if you're first time, you're like, I hate cold. I was one of them. Uh, the most important things to do is instead of tensing up the minute you go into the water, mm. you stay relaxed because then you open up all the blood vessels so that way your mm. body can do its job to yeah. warm up. Uh, that's number one. Number two is staying in control of your s slow, deep breathing. The reason why is that that control allows you to be in charge of it versus giving the power out uh, to, to, the, to, the, to the problem, right, for your body to, to treat, which is the cold. And always start with hands and face. There's receptors in both of them, so you can hack that initial shock. 
Let's see. Yeah, there's a lot to it. I mean, it's not just simply you know, jumping yeah, into a, the ice bathtub. And that's what the mistake yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to do it wrong, but I'm just going to do it anyways just because I wanted to do it. But uh, no, there is a right way to do it, and the benefits are, are substantial. Yeah, the only time I've, I've ever tried it, you know, I, I had that sensation of losing your breath because it's so cold. Here, here's like, let me ask you this. When you get into these ice baths, uh, you're literally, your mind becomes almost the entire reality and the world almost becomes shut out because you get into almost like a survival mode. It's almost like a forced meditation in some sense, right? Oh, so I'm so grateful that you're touching this because I see the ice as a graduation to, to your everyday life's problems because most of the time we live in this fight or flight, right? There's a phone, there's a boss, there's a traffic. There's a, always a constant threat. Right. And we're always having this this fight or flight being activated, which creates a lot of cortisol in our body, which is obviously not good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when the, the, the you know, acidity uh, starts. And so what happens with the cold, it's like the best trainer for all of these um, life situations, because if you can be relaxed throughout the day, if you can be aware of your breath when you're listening to someone or or even talking, now you're becoming aware of all of this and you're not activating the fight or flight because you're in control of it. You got that? It's amazing. Yeah. So, okay. We talked about Wim Hof, the method, and, and one of it is cold exposure. Another is breathing. Now, for me, breathing is, you know, something that in the past I didn't pay a lot of attention to. Back in the days when I was a dentist, you know, I just did my job and whatever. Now, I go into sleep-disordered breathing and my entire career changed, and now I'm focusing on people's airways and how to keep them from choking and suffocating at night. So, obviously, the importance of breath went up. Uh, I don't think anybody as a human really gets trained on proper breathing. I mean, we just do it. It's just automatic. But the more I focused on, on airway and breathing and, and helping people, the more I focused also on my own self and learning to manipulate the breath and, and learning to understand it more deep with uh, like heart rate variability, things like heart math, things like meditations. I've had other meditation experts on the show as well, and, and we've gone into some exercises that they can do. Uh, I've studied with them. I've done all kinds of different breathings. Uh, from you know meditation breathing to holotropic breathing, transformative breathing, and then Wim Hof. So I guess tell people a little bit about the impact of breath and what it could do for you, both in your, in your kind of day-to-day life and also uh, sleep. Yeah, no, so I always actually tell this, and it may be a little too grandiose, yeah. but really, if you can just take charge of your breath in life, you're one step to, to enlightenment. Yeah. Because if you look at any ancient traditions, every tradition talks or teaches about breath. You know, whatever it's the pranayama or, or yoga, the Vedas. I mean, there is, there is not a tradition that doesn't talk about it. Breath is what you're born with and what you die with. Right. But whatever we're conscious of it during that time and we slow it down and use the full potential of it. Right. Because you can do 50 shallow breaths or you can do 25 deep, strong breaths that are actually fueling your body with new oxygen, new you know, proper cells. And so to me, breath is its teaching that can teach you all life long if you are paying attention. So you're talking about training yourself how to breathe or different times during the day going and doing breathing exercises no so we always breathe right sure at night 
we we go into a hibernation, right? There's mm-hmm. something that breeds us, right? There's some sort of cycle that yep. we're that we're on, right? That is breathing us, and so it's really paying attention to what breeds us. So it's more of an awareness play because more aware we become, more we're you know in our body. Most people live in their minds and in that beta thinking mind, right? A busy, busy, get to go, go, go versus that alpha or theta, right? When we're in slower, more centered uh, place. And so that's one of the reasons why meditation works so much for sleep, right? Is because it brings you into those more subtle um, frequencies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is a matter of slowing down, focusing on the breath, uh, and then letting the mind be in the present. Uh, because I, mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't have that kind of monkey brain where just, just things are just firing off 24-7. I mean, the number of patients that come in and say, I just can't shut my brain off at night, and it, it's terrible. And, and, I'll, and I'll try and coach them through some stuff as, and breathing and some rituals uh, to help wind them down. But uh, the more you focus in on it, and like Dwayne said or was asking, you know, I think it's a combination of both uh, – being aware of your breath and then also using it as an exercise. Like if you have uh, a crazy meeting coming up or you're stuck in traffic or you just got into an argument with your spouse. I mean, it, it's a, it's a matter of just taking a couple minutes, focusing down. We, I've talked about box breathing before you, you're from you know, a mm-hmm. simple thing where you, you know, breathe in for four seconds, hold it for four, breathe out for four, hold it for four, do that a couple rounds. I also tell patients do that a night before sleep calms the body down boosts the parasympathetic, lowers the sympathetic, we're in a happy place. Mm. Absolutely. But do I, I, to answer also your question, right, it is important to have a proper breathing technique. Yeah. And so it's really crucial to do a diaphragm or breathing. So you want to breathe into your diaphragm. It's right underneath your solar plexus. So in the workshops, we usually go through a little massage, you know, of all these areas and really just uh, making sure where we're breathing in the actual um, lectures, it's always belly, chest, head. So mm. you want to start with this little flow when you're inhaling and exhaling. And then throughout the day, um, I always tell people, breathe into your nose and exhale out of your mouth because it's not natural. So it makes you be aware of your breath that okay. much more. Sure. Yeah, it's funny. I'm actually just reading the book Oxygen Advantage by Patrick McEwen as well, too. And it's just focusing on nose breathing, how we over breathe. And, and we need to basically fine tune and pay attention more to it. And, and the more I do that, the more you know, I don't get pissed off when someone cuts me off in traffic. I'm just like, eh, you know, it is what it is. It's fine. So, so what, are some, what are a couple of benefits of better breathing? So, uh, well, oxygen efficiency, right? So a lot of times if you, if we don't breathe enough, we, we don't get, uh, the proper, uh, CO2, um, exchange. So most people are filled with CO2. So when we breathe enough, you can get that out. Um, what happens when you don't have, uh, when you do this type of breathing is you actually alkalize your blood. So the only time that you would do the actual training, you know, best time is in the morning, 15, 20 minutes max. Uh, of Wim Hof or whichever other ones work yeah. for you. And um, it is, again, scientifically validated that within three to four rounds, you you come from acidic to alkalized. And, uh, you know, when your body is in the alkalized space, uh, where are, where is space for diseases, right? Yeah. And that's what until today I tell people I have not been sick since, um, since I've been using this method, which is wow. insane. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like you said, yeah, in the, the body, the inflammation thrives in, a, in an acidic environment. But, you know, everyone, you know, it's trendy to drink these alkaline waters. I think there's some potential problems with that. But when you're breathing it and you're, and you're changing the chemistry in your blood, that's a whole different thing. And the beauty of it is it doesn't cost anything. You know, literally maybe some time, but it's well spent. So speaking of breathing and cold exposure and mindset, uh, let's talk about this. So, and you, and you mentioned mornings here. So what's a typical morning like for you when you wake up? What's, what's the best way to kind of ease into the day? Absolutely. So first thing first, don't touch the phone for the first hour. Uh, so I'll, I'll make it clear because that is an immediate activator for your, for your fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Um, I stay in a bed and the minute I wake up, I do three to four rounds of basic Wim Hof retention breathing. It's online. Everybody can find it uh, very you know, easily done. Uh, what do you call again? Uh, uh, retention breathing. Retention breathing. Okay. Great. Uh, the way you do it, we can, we can do it really quickly it's a yeah. uh, 30 to 40 deep inhales belly chest head mm-hmm. at the end of it you simply exhale hold your breath for as long as you can on an exhale when you no longer can hold it you inhale one more time 10 to 15 seconds and those are the two extremes you work with mm-hmm. filled with co2 and no co2 or almost no co2 in your system and that is what pushes your your uh your alkalinity in in the blood I, yeah um, after that, I typically uh, do a little bit of physical exercises. I do jumps. I want to create easy water in, in, my, in my body. Um, I do some little bit of stretches, a little bit of taps just to get, uh, you know, the circulation going. Um, I would go into a cold shower or if I have a ice, whatever. You're coming over to my place and we're jumping <laughs> in the ice We, we come yeah, to you yeah. now. <laughs> and uh, after the cold, uh, I would do uh, what's called a power breath. Uh, it's it's a little different from this, um, but uh, it uh, warms you back up. It's a great. Is that like the Kundalini, like breath of fire kind of type thing? It it's similar, okay. but you're holding your breath at the end, and then you're the closest thing to it would be uh, would be Joe Dispenza's uh, you know central breathing, mm-hmm. where where he's you know you're basically working with your lower energy centers pushing that energy back up to your head. Mm. Um, some people call it DMT breath or power ah, breath. Yes. So that's when it gets fun too. Yeah. Um, so do that and then I drop into meditation. So after all of this, that's when I silent my mind because otherwise it's very active and it can take some time uh, unless you use some other tools to, to get you there. Yeah. And then I visualize my day. So very big practice is I literally visualize who I'm meeting, how I want the meeting to go, what is it that I need to prepare for? And and then I go into deeper and deeper states where I also would like to work with just stillness, silence. Stillness, silence is that space where you're more in that theta, uh, mm. almost dreaming state. But the ideas come for the day. How do I want to change things, right? What is it that needs to have improvements? And when I'm done, uh, do a little ritual, a little yelling, screaming, pumping, just get this thing going. Um, gratitude, huge piece. What am I grateful for? I still have roof above my head, clothes to wear, food to eat. How could I be uh, having a bad day? And because of all the cold water, because of the breathing, because of your state being alkalized, you are just this bubble of joy and happiness. And I am so addicted to it now. <laughs> that why awesome. would you ever go back? <laughs> I love it. That's a great morning. And ideally, you're doing it outside with the sunrise, right? That would be like... 
That's my thing. So you've probably seen it. Yeah, Anytime yeah. I can, I start with sunrise. I sun gaze. I watch directly into yeah. the sun. Yep. Uh, you know, majority of your brain mitochondria are inside of your eyes. Mm. So it's an amazing, powerful, free tool, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Breathing is free as well. And so um, you can be biohacking at no cost. I love it. <laughs> and, and, and people ask me all the time, you know, what are the, what are the biohacking things that you do and what's the latest gadget and uh, supplement and all that? I'm like, you know, they're all cool, but the best ones are the free ones or the, the ones you know, it's your breath it's the the sun exposure it's the the meditation the focus the resilience it's all that stuff i mean oh. that sounds like an ideal morning you know are my mornings like that i try to you know that's ideal uh but in the day and, and and i'll admit it you know the days i wake up and i grab my phone and i look at some texts and emails and i already i'm already getting pissed off and god damn it, I, gotta, I gotta deal with this and that it's terrible i mean that sets you up on a just the worst worst I mean, you're in a suggestive state, and I've talked about this before. When we wake up, it's like coming out of anesthesia for surgery. You kind of don't know where you are for a little bit of time. You're, you're in a very suggestive state, and then when your phone starts buzzing, all these warnings and, and, and problems and things, that, that's not the time you want to deal with that. You, and that's going to sit you up for a whole. It's the exact opposite of what you do. So, And you're still in your subconscious, too. So yeah. that, that's why, actually, this time is the best time to – So mo most ideas, right, from, from all the uh, – you know, famous thinkers of the world in the past came in, in a dreaming state, in the theta or gamma uh, frequency and so, or wave. So it's, it's very important to use that because you are, you're very vulnerable. Yeah. All right. So we got the morning routine done. Um, and we've done another show about night routines. I guess let, let's say so you, you had a kick-ass morning. You got everything done. Uh, day went great. Uh, it's getting close to nighttime now. So assuming you've done what you needed to do, what do you do at night to encourage both a, a nice evening and then a good night's sleep in your world? Absolutely. So the routine really starts throughout the day, yeah. right? One mm -hmm. of the most important things I do is always move every 25 to 30 minutes, uh, jumps, movement. Uh, if I ever feel uh, like I'm getting a little uh, irritated, anxiety, uh, I go back to my breath. And instead of doing 30 to 40, I just do 10 to 15 inhales and just repeat mm -hmm. it two, three times to go back to the center. So that's kind of like throughout. Uh, the key that I found to really, uh, you know, turn the, the mind and the, and the nervous system off, especially I take neurotropics, I do bulletproof coffee, I do a whole bunch of, uh, you know, high-grade green tea. I mean, all the, all the biohackers' basics or, yep. or tools. And so it's very key to not drink anything, right, uh, yep. past the 2 p.m. Uh, more sensitive you are, very important. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys ever discussed the power of when, but uh, I think... Oh, Michael Bruce? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He's a buddy of mine. Yeah, he, we, we work together all the time. Great book. Yeah. I always uh, send people there because it is important to know your, your rhythms, right? Who, who you are. Chronotypes, yeah. When, when, when it comes to sleep. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, so when it starts getting closer to the end, I always wear my red glasses. Yeah. I mm -hmm. use the True Darks. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, no, no, you know, screen on. Uh, and... Um, uh, so maybe let's go into when you get to bed. Yeah, right? sure. Because I think that's when the mind gets really active uh, and that's sure. when the game becomes. Uh, hot and cold shower, right? Before, if possible. Otherwise, when you lay in bed, uh, I use the power breath technique where you only inhale 15 times as deep as you can. Same rhythm, belly, chest, head. Um, you inhale deeper than you exhale. Uh, so you really want to charge that's up. That's activating, yeah. That's, that's activating. Yeah. But you at the end you hold your breath on inhale 
you squeeze every every part of your muscle. So I even lift up my legs, lift up my head. Everything is squeezed, and I push my energy towards the head, mm-hmm. uh, and then I relax, wow. right? And I do it three times, so two to three rounds of these. Yeah. It's very quick. It's less mm-hmm. than five minutes. But what happens is with that push, with that uh, with Retention. that squeeze, yeah. you're releasing melatonin and uh, into your into your brain. And you even start feeling a little tired. You even start feeling that you know melatonin kicking in, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And at that point, I just slow rhythmical breathing. I always imagine like an ocean wave, right, touching you, because life is about keynote, right? What keynote are you are you in? Is it the busy, fast, or is it that slow? So in this time, you need that slower keynote, right? And I literally just pay attention to my inhale in through the nose, exhale through your mouth, exhale longer than inhale at that point, right? And you're just literally paying attention to do as long exhale as possible. And you will start feeling lighter and lighter. I relax every part of my muscles and body and literally make myself fall asleep. If we know that you can control your body with your mind based on the science, right, that Wim Hof has done. You literally, I just tell my body, this is what it is. This is how you got to sleep. And then most people are like, ah, no. And then they give power back to the mind, right, that starts thinking. But the key is that you you trust it, you stay with it, and you literally fall asleep. And it comes from somebody that did not sleep for years. (laughs) Just FYI. Mm. I mean, that goes back to the cold exposure. It's like you have no other choice but to give in to the experience and if you could do that with 45 degree water you can do it in bed you know focusing on sleep rather than all the crazy thoughts going on in your head so when you say that the cold hot showers should you do hot first and then cold or does it even matter or um in the morning i always like to uh, start with cold and with cold because of the, sh- the shocker and also the receptors because you want to okay. always end on cold uh, at night, I would do the opposite because you want to feel that warmth okay. because of the bed, right? So then you jump in the bed, always open the... So that's actually one thing I've noticed in America. Uh, AC is everywhere. So there's there's yeah. not much open windows. Yeah. And uh, not enough people use um, uh, flowers in their houses or, um, plants? or plants. Yeah. Um, so those are very important um, elements as well because fresh air. Yeah, I, I spent a fair amount of time down in Texas, Dallas, Austin, and Houston. And the one thing that I hate about Texas is you're surrounded by air conditioning all the time. And it just, I mean, to me, it, it just doesn't feel good. It's terrible. I mean, I get the same thing when I'm in Phoenix or, or Vegas. It, it's it's a very air-conditioned, climate-controlled environment. And, and that, for me, is yeah. a little aggravating. You know, I, I need connection with nature uh, if I'm going to go down to the beach or the, the go for a hike all that throughout the day also helps promote a good night's sleep because you've you've grounded you've got the negative ions all that good stuff that we've talked about that Dwayne has no clue what i'm talking about here it all sounds good listen <coughs> uh, hey i'll do anything for better sleep all right well you're the right place for that so um this is all great uh this is something i you know i don't know if i've mentioned to you but i i have played with DJing in the past as well and you've become quite the uh, prolific DJ now but I, I started out with a set of uh, techniques uh, turntables with vinyl and then moved over to kind of with a Serato scratch final scratch and stuff like that uh, you've obviously taken the, the, the DJ and the EDM electronic dance music to, uh, 
seen by storm. I, I'm a big fan of what you're doing. Um, tell me more about kind of what you're planning on or what you're currently doing in, in terms of the events with music, with breath, and, and what your goal is with that. Absolutely. So my whole uh, mission with music started uh, with uh, creating what I call the modern healing music. Uh, I use uh, frequency uh, 432 hertz or other frequencies as well. Can we play a little sample? Or um, absolutely. So yeah. uh, I'll, I'll play f the, the frequency sample and then we can play more um, of the upbeat music later. This is why I'm so stoked about this show. This is just yeah, this is awesome. But do you hear this? Imagine playing this just before you go to bed, right? So this is actually 528, which is the frequency of love. And uh, it's a mix with a uh, heartbeat. 528, the frequency of love. You learned something new today. Yeah. Um, but what happens when you listen to it, uh, it, it will, you know, bring your nervous system down. But it's very studied. Uh, the first time this frequency was used was during the World War II with Hitler. Mm. To, to They use different frequencies to brainwash people. Yeah, the propaganda. Yep. Yeah. And it's powerful, right? So the way I looked at it, I was like, well... If he can do that, why can we do something really good for, for, for the world, right? And, um, you know, sound or, or frequencies of sound is, is, is universe, right? I mean, even Bible says it. At the beginning, there was a word. That's, that's a word, right? And um, I see music and sound as an amazing place where people can realize their full potential. And it's almost like a moving meditation when, when you come to these, you know, events. Yeah. And it's all inspired by breath, um, m movement, or, or dance, right? And, uh, and meditation. So I always have these three core uh, elements. But at the same time, it's still party, right? So people turn up Absolutely. hard. Uh, I use uh, different elements, live instruments, uh, singers, um, hang drum, uh, didgeridoo. So any tuners, right, as well. Um, anything that can help us. Uh, you know, being the greatest version ever held about ourselves yeah. that would be played there. I love it. I mean, I, I've been to your events before and there's a difference between, you know, doing like a Wim Hof breathing or even meditative breathing at home versus doing it in a group dynamic with music, with other people, with the energy. And, and a lot of the times when I go to these events, I mean, people are really moved by the end. I mean, you, you'll see laughter, you'll see a lot of crying, you'll see a lot of hugging, you'll see a lot of just great energy and that's you know there's benefits to doing your your home practice and and then when you do it with this with your setup with your music with the power it's just off the charts man so so do you have different you. tracks for different parts of the day yeah so um it, uh, the during the you know parties uh yeah. it's usually uh like a pyramid almost where yeah. you start slower and then you end slow and then you have like a like a climax <coughs> right okay. and, and it's kind of almost like one of those uh, like even like you know, fitness remember uh, the old uh, stair masters and treadmills where they had that kind of incline yeah. Yeah. mode literally how i treat it it's incline <laughs> mode that's what it is and you've had that so you know tour de france has the whole you know up uphill parts i mean it, it it's a it's a trip it's a journey so it's like a roller coaster ride and and you, you touched on it a little bit, but when you do these deep practices of breathing and you get into that kind of alkaline mode, when you start doing those retent those holds, it's like, you know, the Wim Hof says you, you get high on your own supply. I didn't, you know, I didn't get that or understand it. I'm like, yeah, if I want to get that, I can go smoke a joint or you can have a, a bunch of vodka or whatever. But when, when you start getting into these deeper breath holds, I mean, yeah, I don't know if there's some DMT coming out with that or what, but it, it's... You're on another dimension, man. 
don't know. I'm starting to sound like a 60s hippie or something here. But <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> it's coming back. My, my previous life. But no, that, that, that's a beautiful thing. I, I, I wish and I hope that people listening will start to pay attention and seek out stuff like this because it, it, it's so transformative. When I first started hearing about it, I thought, nah, you know, whatever. They're just, you know, this is BS. It's not going to do anything. But when you start practicing it, and especially, I would say, if you're going to, do you think it's better to do it on your own or is it better to be guided in the beginning if you want to go down some path like this oh group 100 percent, every time so everybody's different but that there's something about um i think joe dispenza was talking about it that when you hit the threshold of 15 plus people the electricity that that we all carry uh mm. just you know synchronizes and i do a variety of exercises before we even get into it to basically harmonize the group so we're in the same harmony right and when you experience this harmony uh some amazingly powerful stuff uh, can come out and uh, it goes to to my main model for for noah aeon is is me we be so i live by this model and me meaning to unfuck yourself taking charge for who you are clear up your body your mind and your emotions right so i do all these trainings uh, wrapped around all of that the best of me you take into the we which is the collective right it's how do you show up what is the five people that you surround yourself with what is your family relationships like but also what is your relationship to earth what type of environmentally uh you know uh, safe place you live in right it's important to take yeah. that as a big big you know component and then B is the ultimate state of, of now. And so that's that being who, you, who you're here to be, doing the things that you wish to do and having the results uh, that are just like a you know, natural uh, way forward. So, and I think you mentioned before, like when you have these events, like a full day event, you, you call it like a reboot or refresh or what is it called? A system reset. System reset. So, so this would be something where someone would come in the morning and then go through an entire training with the music, with the breathing, with cold exposure. I know we, had, we didn't get to do it at the last event you had just because of logistics, but um, when you do all this stuff, do you do the cold exposure before the breathing or after the breathing or how do, how do they... Interplay. So with the um, with the fundamentals, with, with with people that have never done it, always after, uh, with people that have uh, done it, and it's more of an advanced training than always before, because it's all about the mental um, you sure. know, mind the cold body before. connection. Okay. But just so you know, when you do this breathing, higher your alkalinity, higher the pain threshold in in um, in um, that, that you can you know take. So that's why people don't have a, such a hard time when they go into the cold water if they mm -hmm. breathe before. It's funny, I was just watching some more stuff on, on the Wim Hof, and, and I've done this before, which totally blew me away, but if you actually do a couple rounds of this breathing, actually, rewind. When you do, let's say, before this breathing, you do some push-ups. Mm -hmm. Let's say you can do 10 push-ups, and then you max out. Then you do this breathing. Last one, I think it's you hold your breath, and then all of a sudden, you can do 20 push-ups, something like that. And I'm sure wow. you've seen it a million times, but it's just crazy. And I actually, you know what? I was like, yeah, whatever. And, and, and for me, I'm, I'm always skeptical until I do it myself. And then I did it. And I was like, holy shit, this, <laughs> it worked, which is crazy. Well, it goes back to the breath, right? The, 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 the one teaching I always <laughs> talk to people about and is when you run out of breath, right? If you're running up the hill or if you're running in general or lifting up weights, the only reason why you ran out of breath is because you gave power to, to running out of breath. 
right? Versus when you're in your power and when you're always breathing uh, one extra breath before being uh, running out of breath, you can actually use it to perform way better at any sport. Hmm. And so what you did is you, 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 you super oxygenated your, your body and so it had all these stores, you've also told your body to start creating more hormones because you're in that, whatever, whatever you're breathing and, and being physically active or you're just breathing, it starts stimulating the same um, hormonal response. And so there's another great way to hack it. <laughs> It's all about yeah, and then and then ultimately all this stuff does. And obviously, this is a, a podcast about sleep. We, we we've diverted a little bit, but uh, the fundamentals. And people say, well, how do I get get great sleep? W- you know, what do I need to take? What's the magic pill? What do I need to do? And it's you know not so black and white. It's literally everything you do, like you mentioned, from the morning, from the minute you wake up in the morning, all the way through your daytime decisions down to your nighttime routines. All of that translates into a. An incredible night's sleep. So, when you nail that, though, there's nothing like it. And it's it's just like this delicious thing where you go to sleep. Next thing you know, you're waking up and and, and the night was good. And you're refreshed and you're ready to do it all over again. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> no, I agree. Because I, I I used to have such a hard time sleeping, yeah. and now it just it's it's natural at any time, and it really is the cycle of of the overall lifestyle that you're living. So okay. Uh, I love what you do. Do you recommend this for, is there a certain demographic or people or age or kids or, or senior citizens or who, who benefits from this the most? Whoever breathes. Okay. That's a good audience. That's a good audience. Yeah. We can make money with that audience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, um, you obviously been you're, you're busy uh, doing the Noah Aeon movement. Uh, you've got some events coming up. What what's in the future, uh, kind of near future and kind of big picture for you? Yeah, no. So I'm working on a new EP. Uh, the whole EP is gonna be a, a deep house, um, uh, you know, frequency oriented uh, and transformative sound yeah. uh, EP. Yeah. It will have a two um, sides to it. The A will be more of the the dancing one. And then the B will be stripped of all the all the uh, base to make it more um, healing, and I will be nice. doing guided meditation to it. So again, it that will be great. something that people can you know taste. And I'm doing some crazy retreats. I'm doing one in Siberia uh, in January, literally in the middle of That's nowhere. That's crazy. I'm doing one in Amazonia uh, with with a tribal leader uh, there, and uh, also Colorado. Uh, those are like the five day ones. Mm. And my core offering is is uh, basically one to three hour immersive experiences, uh, then a one day system reset, uh-huh. a two day or three day uh, workshop retreat. And then five day intensive, and so that's really what I'm excited now to do. And, these. and Dwayne, you want to do the ten days in dark in Thailand? Is that? Yeah, I'm you, still you trying s- to figure that out. Is there is there furniture in the room, in the dark room? You, you have a bed, yeah. You have a bed, and Kay. then furniture. You just can't see it. You you know you kind of like make your you way around. Yeah. The, the fun f- fun fact is when you like bounce into someone. <laughs> And so there's multiple know. people there? Or, yeah, it's about 30 people. And do you talk throughout the day or you're in silence? Or? So th- there are times that you, you can ask questions with the facilitator, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a facilitator that does meditation that teaches you about many different things. So you can actually co- yeah. co-op, right? The facilitator is in the corner eating a sandwich, <laughs> watching everything with his <laughs> night vision. Yeah. Surfing Facebook. No, no, very, no. Very no. possible. Th- you wouldn't know. <laughs> but God bless him. So... <laughs> so how large is the room 
It's so it's a ancient temple of emperors. So it's like a wow solid. And there's 40, no eating. You're, you're just drinking. Yeah, you water. can drink water, water. vodka, oh. soda, water. if you need. Rubble. So <laughs> you say it's the water. It's okay. around thirty people. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So, are do you all good? do all thirty make it? Well, you wouldn't know, but I do know stories where the facilitator, uh, Jas Muhin is her name, uh, just just for the record, but yeah. she would um, catch people outside uh, having a dinner, and and ah. th- that's happened. That's happened before. But it's it's just like a little insert. Um, I haven't done that one yet. But uh, are you going to do this? Event? Are you doing it annually, or is this was it a mm-hmm. one-time thing? I did it four times now. Wow. Let's see, I, I mean, we've done shows where I've done fasts. I've done a five-day fast with water only, and then we've done some fasting mimicking. I've done some fasting mimicking yeah. diets where you get to eat certain foods that still fool your body into thinking you're fasting. And, and for me, that was like ritualistic, spiritual, transformative. But to sit 10 days in a, in a cave in yeah. Thailand and, and basically z- you know, zone out of the world, that's a whole nother level. of. I don't, I don't eat while I sleep. That, that's about as far as I've gone. He fasts when he sleeps. <laughs> I, I'll tell you something, though. You don't fast there. So one of the um, biggest things that have people that go there have to uh, you know, change in their, their mental patterning is you're, you're eating energy that's everywhere all the time. So you're actually eating every minute that you're there. And so uh, what, what this thing is about is she teaches you how to tap into pranic flow. And, uh, you know, some cultures call it prana, others mana, others chi, uh, right? It depends, again, where you're going sure. to, but again, it's been here forever. And again, I thought this is BS, just, just for the record. Mm. And uh, until I am on like day seven, eight, and I'm still not hungry being in there. And it wow. took me two weeks to reintroduce regular meals after because I still wasn't hungry, wow. having way more energy than before, way more creativity than before because you're not spending all that energy sure. digesting, right? And so it's one of the craziest, pathetic things out there, but everybody's fed by this energy, but we use very low percentage because of the keynote that we live in, yeah. right? So if you're busy, busy, and you have so much things to do, you don't pay attention to these subtle energies but in that subtle uh you know fields is where you can get this infinite energy that's always Mm. there so in uh, did you find yourself like sitting in one place or standing in a place or are you moving around what's the what you know what are you doing so you you the the biggest thing is when you're in that place in that thinking mind then days become very long, right? Yeah. So the whole key to it is timelessness. The minute that you hit timelessness where you're not worrying about the, if it's day three or five, when you're not worrying about if you had water or not, it's that deep uh, meditative state, mm. right? And so it teaches you how to um, basically bring that you know, ancient uh, enlightenment right, into everyday yeah. person and everyday life. Dude, I'm, sign me up. I want. I'm going with you next time. That, I mean, that just last last question. So, is it is it better to go with total strangers so you're not distracted by people who know you, or what do you do normally? Nowadays, I bring groups. So I always okay. have. I, I talk about this in my workshops, and there's always yeah. three to four people that are like, I'm in. <laughs> And I'm like, when you're in like this, yep, that's a sign. You got to come. <laughs> I mean, it, it's these kinds of things that, that kind of blow me away right now. The big rage is ayahuasca and, and there's there's trips and uh, retreats in Costa Rica and South America. How, what, have you heard or experienced with that or people doing that compared to 
breathing or transformative breathing, holotropic breathing, Wim Hof. I mean, it seems like they're both kind of in that spiritual realm of op- opening or awakening your, your mind. Uh, I've done it all. But I'll tell you something that more and more I'm learning is um, it actually takes you further away, ultimately. So it's an amazing gateway for people to experience it, feel it. But what happens is then we start relying on it, right? We think that this thing that we're putting into our body is creating all these experiences, but really it's just tapping into what you already have there. Mm. And so through breath, breath, I've had so many people that come to these experiences and they're like, I felt like I was in Peru doing ayahuasca ceremony. It was the last time I felt this way. Right. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. That's, that's (laughs) always there. So it's great thing. I'm not damning it in any way. But you have it right here today with your own supply, with your own decision. So you don't have to get on a flight and go somewhere remote. You, you can just do it within 30 minutes or something like that of, of just going through some. And, and I've done, you know, I've done it, you know, 30 minutes, an hour long of, of these breathings. And, you know, I haven't done ayahuasca, but I, I've been a little bit of out of body experience. I mean, and you mentioned people at these workshops. What has been some of the more kind of crazy responses or deep awakenings that that you've seen people develop or get during these things um so most of it is is really getting their power back right because most of the time you know we're always giving everything on the external right we're living this external life experience but really it's it's coming from inside out so people realize that a wow i'm powerful i'm strong i can feel energy right it's no who who wow like like all these you know spiritual dogmas could be right and it's no more guru types everybody is that has that the same potential we're we're all the same it's just matter of a belief and a switch right so when people come out of it they they get a new uh you know threshold new download to to what the possibilities are incredible all All right so uh, yeah i think um i want to get this wrapped up because we may have some bonus stuff that we want to do afterwards as well yeah definitely um so for the show here though this has been fantastic Uh, you know this is something that i've been excited to to get you on the show here to share what you have done and what you are doing because it's just been so transformative for me personally and i'm sure you know as soon as you do something that makes a big impact on your life you want to share with other people as well too so Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I'm fully excited about what you're doing. If they want to learn more about what you're doing, where can they go? Uh, so uh, at Noah Aon Official, uh, N-O-A-A-O-N Official is, is all the social media, and uh-huh. Noah Aon uh, is the, the main title or name. Yeah, excellent. So well, thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, Thank you. And, well. and definitely look for the bonus episode. Yeah, we're going to do a little bonus episode. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, check out Noah Aeon Official. Check him out on Instagram as well, too. He's got some cool stuff. And again, yeah, it was on YouTube. He's on, yeah, he's got some, music's on YouTube. Yeah, it's he's great. got some YouTube stuff. Uh, the music that you've been making, is like uh, like I said, has been off the charts. Uh, I'm a big EDM fan. I mean, I, back in the days, you know, I went to school in Chicago 25 years ago back when there was a place called crowbar and carl cox <laughs> and all these different that's where it started yeah and so uh for me it, it's a personal kind of fun thing as well too i'm a big fan and um keep it up man this is great thank you so much for coming on the show brother thank you see you soon thank you so much all right 
thank you for listening to the best night ever. To visit us online, go to snoreexperts.com or follow us on Instagram at snoreexperts. To make an appointment with Dr. K for you or someone you know to stop snoring now or to call in and leave a question for next week's show, call us at 888-31-SNORE. That's 888-31-SNORE. If you missed the show, the best night ever can be heard on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you again and tell a friend. 